what is one thing that's become more clear as you get older? One thing that has become more clear is I just, I really don't care what people think. This is Almost Prepared, the podcast where you'll laugh, you'll learn, and get through life one day at a time with Jamie and Victoria. So you're going to Edmonton for a couple of days, right? Yes, I am. What's going on in the city? Um, My husband has a conference and then me and the kids are just tagging along and we're going to stay at our friend's house and uh, just do some mom stuff. Some mom stuff. Does that mean day drinking or is that shopping? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of both. There you go. There you go. (laughs) I'm so excited. I don't know about you, but when you lived in a small town, didn't you just need to get out to the big city at least, you know, once every couple of weeks. I did it, I think, every other weekend. You just kind of have to, you know? Yeah. And granted, it was easier because my family did live in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, I give everybody kudos who lives in a small town because, you know, I rag on them all the time. And it was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It was very hard. The difference is, too, when you live in a small town and you know that you're not going to be there for a long time Yeah. versus... You're setting up life here. This is where you're going to be. It's a different energy. So, so yes, it's long answer to your question. Yes, I love to escape the big city all yeah. the time. City. Yeah. And you know what? We're leaving. We're going to the city at a good time because Halloween's over. Get that trash out of here. Bring on the Christmas. Oh, I am so excited to go to HomeSense. I, I am fully in the holiday spirit right now. Bring on the Christmas shows, the cookies, the tree, the ornaments. Yes. Is all your stuff up in your house yet? You know what? This is my question for you, Jamie. During our question answer, I was going to say, settle this debate for me. My husband says it's too early to put up the Christmas tree. What do you think? You can put up Christmas stuff or any decorations whenever you feel like it. I know everybody's like, oh, it has to be after a Remembrance Day. You can remember veterans more than just on the 11th of November. You can do it any time of the year. Honor them as much as you want. You want to put your Christmas stuff up in February. Go ahead. You want to do it in June. You do what you want to do. It does like go yeah. live your life and be happy. I'm yeah. unbothered by that. No, I'm all for this. And he, I don't, he's like, well, then it's two months of Christmas. I'm like, so what? So what? Christmas brings me so much joy. I'm the one at home with the kids all day. If mm-hmm. I want to look at a Christmas tree all day, why not? And also there's something so peaceful at night when you're watching a movie and the Christmas tree is on and all the other lights are off. It's mm-hmm. just so like cozy. Yeah. Soothing, relaxing. Yes. Like we have a fireplace in our living room. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice with all the lights on and the decorations. Like, yeah, you just feel you feel at home and you feel peace and you feel comfort. I and literally love how last week we're all about Halloween and this week we're like instantly. Bye. If the stores all do it, like I've gone to stores yeah. now and I've seen all the Christmas stuff is up. It's as if Halloween never existed. Everything yeah. is gone. The second it hits, you're in Christmas mode. Speaking of, and maybe Garrett can listen to this part too, because I did text you when this uh, came up that Taylor Swift is coming to Vancouver in December of 2024. So mm-hmm. I texted you right away being like, make sure that your friends get on the list properly this time and someone can secure you some tickets for Christmas or something. My friend Josie, she's a, she's on the ball. Her and her husband did it. Mm-hmm. Her and her like friends and stuff did it. I did it. Like I ditched my other group of friends. Okay, Good. you know what Good they call. they they let me down real hard. Garbage, <laughs> trash. Yeah, trash. <laughs> like so, so, I moved groups. Yeah, Bye. smart. Do you think that you're gonna get tickets this time, Jamie? Oh, my fingers are crossed. I'm really hoping, but. 
Okay, she's coming the 6th, 7th, and 8th, I'm pretty sure, to Vancouver. Yeah. Garrett and I are supposed to go to Vegas around that time. So how bougie would it be to fly to Vancouver, (laughs) see her, and then fly to Vegas? I I would love that. I would love that for you. Me too. (laughs) Um, There's also rumors that she might be going to Edmonton. Um, in 2025 as well, too. I love that this woman has a tour plan and t- for the next two years. It's a little crazy. Do you think she's bored of singing <laughs> the same songs over and over, doing the same thing over and over? No, because Taylor Swift has created a cult. So the fact that this woman alone is like stimulating the economy, I think she's living her best life. She's like, I could fart on stage and people would love it. People would buy <laughs> that on the record, I'm sure. So I- <laughs> It's like fine. Regina George. <laughs> yeah. Regina George did this. So I did this. That's <laughs> literally goes. how I feel. So yeah, I, I, I'm on the list too for tickets. I talked to a couple of friends. I don't, I don't know. I have a good feeling it's going to work this time. And if I do get in the queue, I will let you know. Cause I need to make sure that you get tickets this time too. Okay. And then if I get in the queue, do you want to come with us? Let me know. Yep. I will totally okay. go. Deal. Okay. I like this handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual Deal. handshake. This is Love happening. It. Yeah. Okay. I have faith. It'll work. It'll work. Let's get personal, personal. Let's get personal, personal. What is one thing that's become more clear as you get older? One thing that has become more clear is I just, I really don't care what people think. Like I do Mm -hmm. to an extent, but Mm -hmm. then I also really don't care. Growing up in my teens and my 20s, I really cared, you know? Yeah. But now it's just like, I think my priorities are so different. Like, it's uh, my kids, my husband, my house, my dog. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, and so, like, I don't, like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I met you, that was, wow, that was 10 years ago? It was more than, oh my God, stop. 10 years ago. No joke. Yeah. 2012. (laughs) Crazy. I've known you for 10 years. Like, I had a pretty big attitude 10 years ago. And I look look at it now and like I listened to a couple of our episodes like from last year or two and I'm like, wow, but like no filter. We just kind of say whatever we want. And I'm like, I'm just so unbothered what people think about me. Yeah. Because I'm like, you get to a certain point and you're just like, it doesn't matter. This person's a stranger to me. As yeah. long as my friends like me, my family likes me and everything, like the people that are close to you, as long as they are good. Yes. Then I don't care what you think. That's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. Truly, truly is. And the fact that we still have listeners coming back to our podcast, I was like, <laughs> we just say sometimes, mostly me, I know, ridiculous things. And I'm like, we got it. We're still good. We got it. They always say too, for like women, when they reach 40, you kind of like reach this epiphany where it's like, you're finally like living your best life. Yeah, I get that. I think growing up too, like I would look at my mom and, you know, my mom would just like, you know, leave the house and she would just in whatever she was wearing, mm-hmm. she just, you know, like obviously like she looks good, but she's like, she just didn't like, you know, you just don't really care anymore. Yeah. But like in a good way. Yeah. Not that she's looking like trash. Like garbage. Yeah. Like yeah. garbage. But she just out there living her life. Yeah. It's the example of like when you're going to the grocery store, the one time you do go out or the, the gas station and you're like, I'm just going to wear sweats or whatever. And then you run into everybody that you know. Yeah. <laughs> In your 20s, they would bother you. But now you're just like, this is me now. 
accepted. This, this is it. And, you know, especially for me, like, because I, I bought a van, right? Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, my God, you bought a van. I'm in my mom van era. Yeah. I do not care that you don't like the van. I love the van. Okay. It is so practical. It's not the nicest vehicle on the road, but I don't care yes. what you think. Good. Because I've never seen your van and I'm already I'm on that side of like, I'm sure your van's hideous and I don't know why you have a van, but I understand why you have a van. <laughs> I feel like I'm in, I'm in my mom van era like this. Yep. If, if there's any time that it is socially acceptable to have a van, it is now. You are in your prime. Yeah. Do it. What about you? A good lesson that I've learned why people stay at home for as long as possible because the world is so expensive. It's oh, yeah. crazy. And something else I've learned as I got older is like, yeah, I don't like hanging out with people that I just have no interest in. No, I get that. I too, I think it's you when you grow older, you kind of protect your circle of friends. Yeah. It's because I think we're all so exhausted and we're all so worn out that you just don't want to exert yourself and mm -hmm. like share your energy with people who you just don't want to share your energy with. That's literally what it is. And yeah. even it's hard because there's people that I do like sometimes like, and I do like mm -hmm. them a lot. We had a couple of friends that were visiting from out of town yesterday and they made plans. And I'm just like, yeah, we're going bowling and then for dinner and drinks. And as the time kept getting closer, I was like, I'm just so comfortable in my house right now. I don't want to go anywhere. And yeah. it has nothing to do with the people. It's more so I'm like, I just like my surroundings and I don't want to go anywhere. And that's fine, too. I went bowling and for dinner. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw Kyle's story. I did. Yes, yes. And I was great. Thank you. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a strike. I no. saw the video. Oh, my God. <laughs> We were terrible. My close. score was like 94 or something. <laughs> I don't even know what's a good score anymore. The perfect score is 300. So I got 94 out of 300. Oh, Jamie. And I was the second best bowler of the night. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. You were there for the drinks. Hey? Exactly. <laughs> Okay, there's no doubt that there's tons of stereotypes that we're sick of hearing, uh, like women are bad drivers, mm -hmm. uh, women don't know anything about cars, you know, things like that. Like black people can't swim. Is that Jamie, one? <laughs> listen, listen, I can't swim very well. My, I could talk to my whole family. It's not a stereotype. It's kind of just true. You can swim. I can tread water and I don't go into deep ends because I was like, if my head can't stay above the water, I'm not putting myself in a situation. You know who does that? White people. Y'all do that. Oh <laughs> Let's God. go skydiving. No. Hey, it was actually a thrilling experience. Yeah. Crazy people. <laughs> a new study has narrowed down which stereotypes Canadians are sick of hearing of. All right. Okay. Okay. Coming in at number seven, we mm -hmm. say sorry a lot. It's like a default because I say it all the time and I don't mean it 99% of the time. It's mm -hmm. just we say it. We can ice skate. Winter is seven or more than half of the year. Yeah. Here. You kind of got to <laughs> learn how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we like maple syrup. Like, I mean, who doesn't? I don't care for maple syrup personally. Really? It's Aunt Jemima or bust. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, uh, we speak French. I wish, I wish I knew another language fluently. Really. Did you, did you learn French when you were in school? Yeah. Like up until a certain grade and then you never used it after then, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Same. I was fluent. Like I was getting a hundred percent on my report card every mm -hmm. year for French. I was so good at it. Gone. Yeah. No, I know. It sucks. Uh, number three, we like Tim Hortons. I mean, 
<laughs> I'd rather have a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> we love hockey. You love hockey. You I know what? <laughs> I do like watching a hockey game 100% when the Olympics come. I love it. I, I applaud you for sticking with that. I don't get it still. Like, <laughs> good for everybody who plays the sports and all that. Like, I find that people who talk about sports all the time, that is their personality. Mm -hmm. The end. And I'm like, no, sorry. you got to give me a little bit more than that. <laughs> and then number one is we say A a lot. Do you think that you say A a lot? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think so. I, I Like I edit this podcast. I rarely ever hear us use the word A. We say use the word a. like all the time. Oh, I know. It's so bad. <laughs> and you'd think because we went to broadcasting school that we would I have know. a better vocabulary. We say like a lot. I can tell you that. You know, he, my son, he, sometimes he will go, um, um, and I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm trying to like stop saying like, but I'm looking at him and I'm like, where is he getting the um from? Because I feel as though I consciously am aware of not saying um mm -hmm. because of our training. Of radio. Yeah. 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 Yeah, all the time. You know what I used to do too is I would elongate the last syllable of a certain word instead of saying the word um. So I'd be like, and that's what they were thinking. And and I'm like, right, where's my train of thought going? So annoying. <laughs> it was terrible. So annoying. <laughs> Are there any Canadian stereotypes that you're sick of hearing or something that you associate with yourself? I don't know. I just feel like when you go to... <laughs> It's honestly, it's mostly just America. Mm -hmm. it, I just so one time we were driving down to Florida and we stopped in Virginia. Yeah, and it's eight hours from Toronto, right? And mm -hmm. they acted like we came from the North Pole. They're like, y'all are from Canada, and I'm like, it's not that. It's eight hours, yeah. like in eight in, le in less than a day, <laughs> you can be in Toronto. Yeah. We're not that far, but they act as though we are so far. Yeah, and we live in igloos and all that. Yeah, yeah it's cold ninety percent of the year. But mm -hmm. um, one Canadian stereotype that I don't like is that people think that we're really, really nice people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, it's great to be nice, obviously. But let me tell you, sometimes there's something really nice about being a bitch, because it just makes life a lot easier. <laughs> and let me tell you, I had a complaint. I was on the phone with Player Airlines a couple days ago, mm -hmm. and I started out real nice. I did. Mm -hmm. Then this guy started telling me that I'm lying. And I'm just like, girl, we're gonna play that game. Let's get the receipts. Like I read them for Phil and I'm like, well, you know what? And it felt good to get it out of my system because yes. he was just like calling me a liar. And Did I'm you like, pull a me and ask to speak to his manager? No, <laughs> no, no. I composed myself because I'm like, sir, I know this is not your fault. You're just reading a script. So yeah. I'm going to send an email and I'm going to follow up in a couple of days. So after, if I don't hear back, that's when the manager talk is coming. Um, is everything resolved? No, not yet. I will let you know next week. Okay. Yeah, because they are trying to take $60 from me. No, ma'am. I will fight as if it is my last dying breath to get back money that I feel was <laughs> unfairly taken from me. Okay. You know, it's hard times. In, in Alberta, that would buy you three things of cheese, three right. sticks of cheese, three bricks of cheese. I don't know anymore. We are stocking up for the winter, let me tell you. Okay. That would be three avocados. In there February. you go. God. <laughs>
so I know that you're not a really big fan of horror movies. Did you watch Hocus Pocus 2, by the way? No, we never watched Hocus Pocus 2. And that was one thing that Garrett and I kept saying is mm -hmm. we need to watch Hocus Pocus 2. And then every night would come and we would just pass it. Of course. You know what? We'll watch it. We'll watch it now I don't before we you. watch our Christmas movies. <laughs> well, a new study found that if you watch horror movies, that they can help you to burn calories. Researchers found that the scary scenes send your pulse racing and kind of make a, a chain reaction that will help to burn off some calories. So I'm going to count down the top 10 movies that you can watch if you want to burn some calories while you watch it. Okay. Okay. Number 10 is REC. You'll burn 101 calories by watching that movie. Number nine, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre will burn 107 calories. Okay. Uh, number eight, the Blair Witch Project will burn 105 calories for you. Number seven, paranormal activities with all the ghosts will burn 111 calories. Do you get really, really scared by these Halloween movies? I don't watch them. Because I just don't want to be scared. I don't like scary movies. Have you seen any of these that I've mentioned so far? Um, Yeah, the Chainsaw Massacre one. That's the one that you've seen so far that has yeah. the word chainsaw in the title. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, number six was A Nightmare on Elm Street will burn 118 calories. The movie Saw will burn 133. Alien, 152 calories. The Exorcist, 158 calories. Jaws will burn 161 calories. And what do you think is the top movie that will burn the most calories? Oh, I feel like the only other movie, Annabelle, is that a, that's a horror movie? It is a horror movie, but no, it's The Shining with uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack okay. Black. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one you've seen. Mm -hmm. Did it scare you? No, it was okay. Oh. I think it's because it's so old, you know? It's true. It came out a while ago, but that one will burn 184 calories. So okay. it's kind of nice, actually, I think about it. If you don't really get scared by these movies, you can just get like a big bowl of popcorn or chips or something <laughs> and then watch the movie and then be like, oh, maybe my heart is racing a little bit. And then it kind of burns off the calories that you've eaten while watching the movie. Look at you. Workouts yes. by Jamie. I'm just here to help you out, especially because I told you I bought a lot of Halloween candy and my friends gave me a lot of Halloween candy this year as well, too. It was like a win-win, Victoria, this year. You're making money. <laughs> and with Flair giving you back your $60, you are making money. You know, I'm not even kidding you. I will fight to death I on the $60. I 100% will, which was literally like the cost of my flight. And I will still fight it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason why these flights are going down. You're welcome. Fake news. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Two headlines are true and one is a lie. You gotta figure it out. MTV's reality show 16 and Pregnant actually increased teenage pregnancies. Toronto is the rattiest city in Canada. <laughs> and deodorant sales are up as people are going back into the office. Which one is the fake news? The fake news is the teen pregnancy teen pregnancies actually went down. They did. They did. I thought I would trick you up with that. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Honestly, I legitimately would think that anyone who's on or watching these reality shows, they try to emulate what they see on TV. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there were people who did actually get pregnant by watching the show. 
but maybe the show was so terrible. People like, I don't want to deal with that when I'm only 16 years old. I remember watching that show and I was I was the same age as these girls when this show came out. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, this sucks. (laughs) This like their life right now. It sucks. And now look at them. They're all multimillionaires. So I mean, so you should have got pregnant when you were 16. <laughs> yeah, but with a reality show. Um, well, I think they should do a show now, like 35 and pregnant, and show <laughs> how hard it is to do it in your Honestly, 30s. Honestly, <laughs> they should be. I understand now why women peak at fertility is 17, because mm-hmm. this is too exhausting in your 30s. Yeah. Like, this is insane. I can only imagine, like, we have our cats lately have been like, walking across our face at like seven in the morning wanting food and i could like i will take the cat and just throw it off the bed right yeah you can't do that with a child who's crying (laughs) i mean jamie it's seven o'clock in the morning we're already on our third snack of the day so (laughs) i tell you i need a nanny it will be from your stories i need a nanny i know (laughs) oh don't come knocking at my door Oh my gosh! No way! Say what? This can't be real. Be careful what you order online. Caleb Woods said he ordered fries and a milkshake from Chick-fil-A through Grubhub, but instead he got a cup full of urine. A pee? Yeah. <laughs> he said, <laughs> when I started eating my meal, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a sip. He said, as soon, I soon discovered that the cup uh, delivered to me from the driver was a warm cup of urine. Ew, ew, oh, ew. Caleb called the driver back in front of him. The driver admitted to con- uh, confusing the two styrofoam cups in the vehicle. He works long hours and didn't take a bathroom break, so he peed in a cup. Wow. Okay, he was only refunded $18 out of the 30 he paid for and the driver was fired. But okay, I feel like he should have been fully reimbursed. A couple things. If he ordered a milkshake, you know that the cup is going to be cold. Yes. So yes. if you have a cup of either hot pee or warm pee, you were going to feel that and then look at it prior to just sticking a straw in there and then taking a sip. Because nobody does it without looking at the cup first. No one does that. But also, a part of me feels a little bit bad for the driver because he's working long hours and mm-hmm. like such long hours that he can't even take a bathroom break. Well, that's my second thought, because most of these drivers have to go into the restaurant to go get yeah. the food. There's yeah. time, my dear, to go to the bathroom. You do not have to pee in your cup and then yeah. hand it off to somebody. I'm sad that he got fired, but also like go to the bathroom and don't give your warm cup of pee to a customer. And as a customer, don't drink pee. You don't get warm drinks in a styrofoam cup unless it's coffee. Oh my god. Thankfully, you don't have Grubhub or Uber Eats or anything in High Prairie, so you're not getting pee. You know what, though? I'd risk it to have have Uber Eats in High Prairie. And now it's time for five random random facts. Billy goats urinate on their heads to become more attractive. I guess they have Grubhub delivered to them too. (laughs) (laughs) Among all Disney princesses, Mulan was the highest kill count at almost 2,000. What does that mean? That means that she killed 2,000 people. There's like a scene in the movie, I think like she causes an avalanche or does something with an avalanche and she killed a bunch of people. 
and then became a princess. So good for her. <laughs> All right. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six is the most common password. I cannot believe people are still using that as a password. Followed by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, zero, one, two, three, four, five, etc. Other common passwords are "I love you." Sunshine and password. Interesting. It's like people are begging to get hacked, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> More monopoly money is printed annually rather than actual currency. They make more monopoly money than <laughs> real money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go Hasbro. Baby octopuses are the size of a flea. That's crazy. I had no I idea. I mean, again, it's one of those facts that you're probably never ever gonna use again. But it's like if you were ever on Jeopardy or some game show, you'll retain that information, and then you can thank us by giving us a cut of your prize. Ding ding. This has been today's edition of One, Two, Three, Four, Five. Random, random, random facts. If your partner does something kind of embarrassing. Would you tell them, or do you keep it to yourself? No, hundred percent, I tell them. Hundred percent. Let me paint you a scenario. Sure. If we're out in public and he does something embarrassing in the car, we sit down. I'm like, that was embarrassing. Wait, in the wait, what? In the car driving home, I would one hundred percent confront oh, him. And be like, oh, hey, okay. that was embarrassing. Okay. Wouldn't you? It depends on what it is because we could have different definitions of what's embarrassing or not. Okay. If Kyle does something that I think is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I would be like, yo, man, that's too much. But if yeah. he doesn't find it, then I'm like, well, that's my opinion. And I'm sure other people <laughs> thought it too. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it depends because I don't ever want to make somebody feel bad. But I don't know. It would depend because, you know, for me, my delivery is not mm. amazing. So I tend to not initiate those types of conversations. Yes. No, I still <laughs> I, I can't hold back. <laughs> Who do you find us more embarrassing things? You or Garrett? Oh, probably me. Maybe. I have this vision of you as like a saint in my mind. Oh, please. <laughs> I know. it's. I know. It's not true. I listen to our podcast. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm definitely not a saint. Also, there's a new trend that's been going around recently. Have you heard of uh, Smash Cakes? Yes. It's typically babies. what babies do, right? Mm -hmm. Did you have them for your kids? Yes. So there's a new trend that's going around where adults are now having smash cakes. Tacky. <laughs> it's so tacky. You're not a fan. <laughs> no, that's so tacky. I saw it online and it was like this woman who was 40. So however many months, 40 years is like she wrote the months and had a whole match with all a bunch of like wine glasses and accessories. And I thought you might like it. No, it's so tacky. I also, I've seen that too. And she held up the board and she's like, I'm mm -hmm. 300 months or like yeah. something. And this so tacky. And I was like, Ugh. like, I just, I just, no, I don't like it. Like, I just, I find it so tacky. <laughs> it's like, you're never going to find a man if you do stuff like that. Oh, like, honestly, I'm not kidding. Like, if you post that to social media, there's a guy isn't going to want to date you. It's a red flag for you. It is a red flag. <laughs> it's just so, look at me. You know, it just yeah. gives off a bad vibe. Like, what about those people who have funerals for like, I've done my 20s and I'm entering my 30s. So they have like a goodbye to my 20s era type of thing. No, same thing. I don't like it. Tacky. I really, really, really hope that as your kids get older, the things that you find tacky are they going to be the things that they're most excited about. If they have an RIP to my niece party, 
I may already be dead. So. You're going to say RIP to this connection. You are no longer my son. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't worry. I'll be guiding them down a really good path, hopefully. All they have to do, the beauty part about this actually is your kids are going to be able to go back all these years to listen to the things that you've said about them, your life and everything. What's kind of scary about social media too. That's why I'm so, I'm really hesitant about posting too much about my kids on social media. Like Mm -hmm. you probably have seen, I don't really post that much about them Mm -hmm. because I feel as though when our kids get older, I think they'll want to have more privacy in their life because for some Everything about their lives are all posted all over social media. Once you post those pictures to social media, you don't own the rights to them anymore. So literally anyone can take those photos and do whatever they want with them. And it's just kind of a scary, harsh reality. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen a lot of documentaries and stuff about people who do take people's photos and do it. There was a guy who got arrested because he was taking his friend's kids baby photos and he was like a a pedophile yeah and yeah doing stuff like that so no i believe it i mean we don't post often on social media the irony Mm -hmm. is we talk about everything (laughs) i'm on social media but i don't (laughs) post often yeah Yeah. Yeah, i know because like i i kind of like it when you know i do post once in a while and people be like oh my gosh you did this and this and this i'm like yeah that's my life i guess if you listen to our show you'll hear everything and if not well then according to my social media i do one thing a year and that's yeah. <laughs> so that that's kind of the reasoning behind it well celine and cole whenever you do listen to this know that i just bring out the worst in your mother then it's no <laughs> you don't you bring out the best and also i don't give shit you're welcome that's, <laughs> that's the moral of the story I don't give a shit. <laughs> that can be the out. The outro, the theme song. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll revamp it for 2024 then, okay? Perfect. Okay, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.